Hello. Uh, welcome back to Lunar Solace, aka Solar Lunis. Um, <laughs> uh, today, our episode, this is episode 10, and it's called Two of Cups Attachments, and, or Attachment Styles, something like that. So we're going to talk about attachment styles, and um, if you don't know what that is, we'll kind of explain that a little bit later, but that's the main topic. So, um... How are y'all doing? I'm doing good. I'm eating nachos. I'm great. Nachos? I thought you were having tamales. I know. What? We switched. I got both, bitch. Damn. Okay, That's he really can't blame you when for the Mexican food. Basic, you this have is he went out and went hard on the Mexican food. You got tamales and nachos. Mm-hmm. All like the cheese. Come on, Rico. I got an Uber Eats discount. I took advantage. <laughs> but you know what? I'm wearing my Selena shirt too while you're over there eating the, the tamales and eating the Mexican food. So. But so I really don't know what's going on on the astrology f- forecast at this point. Just uh. Same old, same old, Mars retrograde, Jupiter retrograde. However it's affecting you, is affecting you. We're getting ready to enter the best season of all. Huh, Rico? Um, excuse me. Yeah. Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Excuse excuse me. Sagittarius. (laughs) Sagittarius. Uh, season is about to be Everything feels a lot lighter and fluffier and uh wonderful. Yeah. And the so most I know we're not gonna sit here and pretend, and pretend that my excuse me most important day of the year. <laughs> yeah, his birthday's coming up. I just like to say, since you guys forget that your tourist is sitting over here, you my look, season look, is pretty look, awesome. Look, right right no, get there. I just like to say that you forget that we don't give a fuck. <laughs> hey, this is what happens when you have two Sagittarius with you. And you know I love y'all, so it's okay. I mean, let's be real. This is how, if you guys didn't know, this is how Rico and I met. We met in a Sagittarius Facebook group two years ago during COVID. When uh, all of the Sagittarius people gathered, I don't think everybody in there was a Sagittarius. You really? No, I think they were. They just were off. I don't believe it. You don't believe it? Mm-mm. Some who of them do, hoes were counterfeit. Who? What do you think they were? Ungodly. I have no idea what they were, <laughs> but they were nothing of our sort. Tell me what they did to make you believe they are not a Sagittarius. Lots of things. I can't even get into it. We don't have that kind of time for that. Well, I mean, let's be real. You know, you know, we have a habit of being ultra petty. Hmm. Hmm. Don't try to play. You have what? A habit of being ultra petty. Not Rico. That's not true. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. Not petty. No, nope, Rico don't do nothing. That's how. See, that's that shit they talk about, how us Sagittarius act like we don't do anything. I don't, though. <laughs> okay. I, I saw your H-E-B cup. I, yes, that's something I did do. I took relish in getting a cup. Well, Amanda got it for me, actually. So thank you, Amanda, this lovely H-E-B cup. It's uh, specifically for wine drinking. That's cute. It's Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sarah. You perhaps would never mind. I'm not even gonna do all that. <laughs> what? So, yeah. So it's Sagittarius season. I think it officially starts tomorrow or something. But yeah. So now we're in the good season, the best season. The rest don't matter. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe Taurus. Maybe Taurus just because I like it. Yeah. But, so, um, Sarah, you said there was no feedback in the Red Book? Uh, not this week. We didn't We didn't receive any extra feedback or anything. 
Well, it's not like that. The last episode's only been posted for about four, four days right now, anyway. So true, true. Um, but I think that um, I think our one number one fan <laughs> did tell us that she was cracking up and laughing at it, and she was grateful that Rico did not fall asleep this time. Oh, I thought she meant our other number one fan. Who's I thought you were talking about Miko, but you know. That's why I wrote my eyes. Yes. Oh no no, I was talking about Miss Erica. Oh uh, well, I'm gonna roll my eyes at her too. <laughs> Erica, I'm telling you now. If you see this girl, go to hell. Oh, she's gonna see it. She watches every episode. I know she's gonna see this. Go to hell, and oh, I'll see Lord. you there. Oh my goodness! All right. That's all I got. That's all I got. So I guess there's no more feedback. I guess we can go into what we're going to come and talk about today anyways. So, all right, all right. Let's get into it. All right. So I thought we should talk about attachment style. So if you're new to what that is, um, basically, attachment styles is pretty much how you were raised like I, I guess you could say that it was whatever your relationship was between you and your parents growing up oh. my cats um you know your relationship uh I guess the way you were raised by your parents and the relationship you held with them that is actually can impact how your future relationships are especially romantic um and so depending on the kind of upbringing that you have, um, they did a many studies and we're talking about psychological studies and they came up with the attachment style theory. So um, this theory is basically broken up into four um, different categories. So um, I decided to have all three of us do an attachment style quiz so you can do one they have them all online um but i actually came across this information a few years ago because i have done a lot of therapy and um i was questioning at that time during one of my sessions why i kept encountering certain individuals when it came to my love life and um it was also at the beginning of round number one with the cancer <laughs> that made me question why I kept encountering some bullshit because he was a certain kind of way and so um so my uh therapist suggested um this book to me to figure out you know what was my attachment style now I'm very sure of this that my therapist already knew based off of dealing with me and talking with me what kind of attachment style I had but she wanted me to figure it out for myself. So the book that she told me was, is called Attached, The New Science of Adult Attachment and How It Can Help You Find and Keep Love. So this book is, um, the authors are Amir Levine and Rachel Heller. So if you're interested, check that book out. It's actually a really good self-help book. Um, you can get it on Amazon or whatever. But um, that actually has a, a, a more in-detailed quiz in there that you can take to figure out what your attachment style is. And then it breaks it down further for you. So I would definitely recommend that book. Um, so just to go into what the different attachment styles are is the first one is secure attachment style. The next one is the... I think it's uh, anxious attachment style. Then you have avoidant attachment style and then disorganized. So um, secure is pretty much people that are um, able to balance out in a healthy way um, their dependence and relying on others. Um, they can hold boundaries and be able to trust people. They view themselves a certain way. Um, and others in a more positive light um they have they're comfortable with communicating effectively with their partners and um they just have a certain confidence so that's what the secure basis is 
Now, I just want to talk about, because here's the thing. We all three did our, um, <laughs> did our quizzes and found out that I, I think I already, I already knew what everyone was without, because that's the thing. Once you start reading this, you know, you can tell what people are. Don't play with me. <laughs> and so, um, Sarah, what was your attachment style? Okay, so mine said that I was secure, and then there was a second part to it that said I was anxious, preoccupied. So, Remember? yeah, so which I do believe because you did the quiz a year ago and you were anxious. You were the oh, 100% anxious, 24 7. <laughs> so, what people may not know is if you're an anxious person, you tend to fear being alone. Mm -hmm. um, you're needing constant reassurance. These people can be jealous, possessive, needy. Uh, they view themselves in a negative way, but others in a positive way. And then they're highly sensitive to other people's emotional states. So they're probably like more codependent. Um, and then Rico, what, mm -hmm. what was yours? <laughs> what was this? Was it his like fearful self avoidant or something? No, he was he was the avoidant, the dismissive. The way they verbalize it is dismissive avoidant. avoidant. And he said, "What was his explanation?" Oh damn! I wish I could pull it up. Oh, hold on. Let me the see. The way he said it was such like literally. He's like, I don't agree with this. <laughs> is there a way to like oh yeah i can search in the conversation hold on yeah just look up dismissive avoidant <laughs> <laughs> look that up while i grab my book give me like two seconds oh my <laughs> God. i definitely forgot to get my book before we started recording <laughs> oh my okay this is what he said what you hope he goes dismissive of oh shit oh no why is it scrolling <laughs> hold on, hold on. He said that part is true, but I don't like the fear of vulnerability. Hold on. I'm not afraid to be vulnerable as you very much know. I just don't care to be vulnerable unless I choose and I make that decision based on what situations and what people warrant my vulnerability. It ain't fear, though. That's what bugged me. Okay, but what did she say yeah. at the very beginning of it? He said, all he said was, you asked him what the results were, and he said dismissive avoidance with a laughing face. And then? And then he goes, that part is true, but I don't like the fear of vulnerability. And I'm I like, didn't say that. Yeah, that's so... Do you want me to? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to sit here and talk about it. Avoiding people view themselves positively, but others in a negative light. <laughs> they push I'm others a... away. They have trust issues and feel like they don't need anyone. They crave emotional intimacy, but feel uncomfortable when they get it. And they're extremely independent. Yes. No, I, I can see that being Rico. I, no, I, but I'm gonna be real. Like, no, you could be intimate with me. I could be intimate with you because we're friends. But if it's like somebody that you're attracted to, that might be different. I'm only intimate with one person. It's and not even a person. That's my nippy. Okay, that's a I lie. That's a lie. We and were following the other talk night. <laughs> All that bitch could do was meow back at me. She Did you just say I was cuddling the other night? Yep. <laughs> so, no, I do want to say one thing. It was it, it, like it said something about like you think other people are wrong and you're right. But yeah, well clearly it's my thought. I, of course, I think I'm right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I that, that wrong, you just then... you you view yourself positively and others negatively. <laughs> That's what he said. It is yeah. You're wrong or right. <laughs> yeah, That's not what it meant. <laughs> It's true. 
And, and then, usually, you like, then you push others away, and then you have trust issues and feel like you don't need anyone besides me. Yeah, super independent. Maybe and my mama. Yeah, I need her. So, mine, I'm secure now, but mine is is what they call disorganized or fearf fearful avoided. So, um, mm. people that Let's are, it. are fearful avoidant. No, fearful avoidant. Let's discuss that part. So, this is, what, this is what they say. Fearful avoidance or disorganized people have a negative view of themselves and others. <laughs> Fuck them all. Fuck all of us, okay? But I said, they find it hard to maintain relationships. They find themselves freeze and disassociate often. I think you need to retest. Feel unworthy and helpless, unpredictable <laughs> behavior. What what you mean I need to retest? You need to retest. What you mean? Why? Yeah, because why? Some of like you see you, you see like the wrong or whatever in and yourself and others. You don't be seeing the wrong in yourself and not even all you blame everything on men. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking lying. See, that's why I know you're full of shit, lying ass. Okay, I was like, this is I'm like, hold on, I'm just trying to start shit because I'm like, she's like, you men and these men. <laughs> it is these men, just kidding. I don't always blame men. Sarah, do I? Do I? <laughs> I'm like, hold on, I'm questioning myself. Sarah. <laughs> really? No, I'm just like, um, no, I, um, no, I don't think you always blame men. I think there are certain situations that, yes, yes, you do blame men. I mean, I admit when, when, when uh, myself or other women are on some bullshit. I feel as though you're pretty accountable for your own actions, so I don't... I I have no problem. Do I think you're fearful avoidant? Yes, I do feel like that. Oh, well, yeah, it's obvious I've seen it when I try yeah. to date people, and as soon as I think I like them, because that's the big thing. It ain't even love. It's like stage. I, don't even I think know. I like them. I start freaking out. She does. And then it turns into the, I don't even know how much. Practice. Yes, she do. It's I the worst. I, 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 I haven't even fallen in love with them. It's just the like stage. And I'd be like questioning everything. I don't even think I really like him. He's not even mm -hmm. cute. I don't even know why I'm into him. Okay. That's <laughs> exactly you. I'm like, uh, he's all right. And everyone's like, girl, he's hot as hell. And I'm like, <laughs> you sure? Did you not see this? And I don't know why I do that. Because you be you know bored. Huh? You be bored. That's that wishy-washy coming through. It is. I'm like, did I really like oh, him? It could be a lot of things coming through. You're a complicated woman, Amanda. I'm telling you. <laughs> I've known you for two years, and I still don't even have half pieces to your puzzle. It, it, oh, I really do yeah. think it's going to take a unique person to just get this. Uh, you, Girl, can't nobody get it, bitch. You don't even get it. <laughs> to all the men out there, which one are you worthy of whatever? What are we going to call it? Slaying Amanda's... No, no, you gotta tame this wildness. I'm just kidding. Her. Tame can you handle wildness. her? We should have an episode that's like, can you handle Amanda? Oh my god. Let me tell you. <laughs> Every beast is not meant to be tamed. Sometimes oh you just gotta take it to a No. I'm not calling you a beast. I that that is a, a metaphor, okay? It's a metaphor. I would I never call you a beast. Visualize the whole lineup. Like we could interview. Let me clarify that. However, <laughs> what I was getting around to, some things can't be tamed. You just gotta take it to a field and shoot it. Oh my god, that's worse. That's worse. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> old yeller. <laughs> just take me to the fucking field and shoot me because I'm a rabid girl. Dog. 
Sarah, take her right back there to where we had Aries wetting at to the outhouse. <laughs> oh my God, I hate you. So rude. So uh, rude. Okay, but I did want to point something out. So <laughs> What's up? I miss you, Amanda. You could tell I miss you. I, I know. That's why you're talking shit. That's you why you're talking me. mad shit. It's all good. Okay, so so when we're talking about the four attachment styles, I just want people to also realize so that um, one thing about um, just know that a good majority of people out here have a secure attachment style. Have not Have a secure. So like oh. I I thought like we were all off. Maybe just because I keep missing, I keep meeting all the off people. <laughs> Well, you attract what you are. Maybe that's it. So, but apparently based on what statistics say, they said 62% of the people out of, uh, are secure attachment style. Then they said that 15% are anxious attachment, 23% are avoidant attachment, and then 5% are the fearful avoidant. We're, we're the unique ones. There's not that many of us. We get a mix of both the anxious and the avoidant. So, but my understanding is typically it's more often than not that the anxious people get with the avoidant people. So when you're dating, most anxious people end up attracting avoidant people. Where did you get this theory from? This theory is a... Uh, it's from psychology, like, uh, isn't it, on the, is it on that website? Is the article yeah, I, I want to see. Give us the reference, God. Give us oh the my reference. God. Uh, did, did, did you write the article down? Oh, you, you sent it in the right. chat, didn't you? No, I, let me see. Hold on. It's, uh, it was actually a study done in 1990 by Judith A. Feeney and Patricia Noller. 1990. Yes. So they wasn't telling us the truth in 1990. We can't depend on that information. It goes further back though. So they started the whole attachment style, attachment history, beliefs about relationships, self-esteem, all of that, love addictions. This is where like you start seeing the whole dynamic between codependent and narcissist getting involved. Hmm. So it all kind of goes together. So everyone falls into one of these four categories based on how they grew up, how they were parented. And um, so if you do these quizzes, it's basically questions related to how you had a relationship with your mother and father, if they were in your life. And then also some questions related to how you deal with your partners. That's why I said it's real. Like, you know, we sit here and talk about it. The stigma behind therapy and how it was always like seen in the movies, they'd be on that damn couch and they're like, so tell me about your childhood. But it really is your childhood that fucks us up. That's what creates the whole healthy relationship. So if you weren't nurtured properly, you're not going to be able to do that in a relationship. What is in your Kool-Aid? Boy, shut your face. Nothing's in her Kool-Aid. This is real shit. I can attest. I've been I've been a codependent person, and I I have attracted narcissistic men. I attracted one, and he was in the military, and I heard that they're even worse. Mm, I can't relate. I I I never even thought I would uh, encounter one of those. It was quite interesting. So I know how that goes, but because usually I don't even get let anybody get that close to me. You, I mean, I'm a fucking fearful avoidant. You wouldn't be able to get that close. <laughs> Do you know how many times I break up with people <laughs> before we even get that close? I can't even get in a relationship. So I don't even know how I manage that one. I struggle at, at the like phase. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's what they're, they're saying about that. But the one thing that I have learned is that, 
And which is what even Sarah seen is when we took the test a year later, as you start doing work on yourself, you're actually able to move over from one, from the attachment style that you were in as you heal and move into a more, into a secure style. Mm -hmm. But I ain't gonna fucking lie. The moment you get back involved in a relationship is the test of it all. So you could do all the fit, healing and bullshit you want to do, but uh, once you get triggered, all of a sudden that that history of your attachment, and unless you're like aware of it, you you just keep repeating that pattern in all your relationships. So that's why I kind of wanted to bring it up because I know personally that's been a struggle for me the last few years. I didn't realize I was repeating that pattern. And don't look at me like that, Rico. It's true. That's why I just I can't relate to it. I'm not judging you. Okay. So don't feel like that. That's not the look I'm giving you. I'm just like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? No. Like, you know okay, saying? you observed, for instance, when we first met, you observed my wishy-washiness with one particular person, right? I did. Okay. That was it. That's what you were observing. That was my old attack. That was my attachment style, being fearful, avoidant. Mm-hmm. It's the push-pull thing. I, that's the kind of, it's a weird thing. I don't know how to describe it, and it's just embedded in, in me because of how I was raised. I was raised not to show love or affection, and then, but yet, I wanted it. That's the crazy part about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I really don't trust people at all. (laughs) No matter how much I try, gonna give it a chance. And the moment I see something similar to a pattern I've seen in the past, even if it was somebody else, I will um, back off. Mm. That's that disassociate. I'm really good at disassociate. That's why I told you, like, think about it. How I've said it in the past couple of episodes. I have a bad habit of out of sight, out of mind. That's my disassociation with people. It's easy for me to not even think about all that stuff. If you're not, do you think that could be just a splash, dismissive and avoidant? Well, that's because a fearful avoidant is the mix of the dismissive avoidant and the anxious people. So I have both. When you take the test. Did it break it out into four sections for you, percent-wise? I, I didn't see that part. Okay, so I don't know, because I redid it, you know, prior to getting on here to kind of see, because I wanted to have some info up. Yeah. When I redid my test, it broke it down into four sections for me. Okay. And it shows <clears throat> percent-wise. So I have a percentage within each attachment style. So it says securely attached, 35%. Fearful, avoidant. 29%, dismissive avoidant, 12%, and anxious preoccupied, 24%. Okay. So it's like there's a little bit of all of it, but then you can see which ones are more. More than the other. So you it shows that you're working towards the secure, secure now. Because mm-hmm. it changes as you start, like, you're healing and doing the work on yourself and be. It really is. Once you're more self-aware that you're doing these things, that's where you start changing the habits. But most people just walk around and keep doing what they've been doing because they're not. That's what's normal, right? It's what you saw growing up. If you saw your parents fucking fighting all the time and then not wanting, like, it depends on the parent that you had. I mean, I know I have to keep it real, but I grew up with a mother that was not very affectionate towards me. Or my siblings we did not say i love you she did not give hugs we didn't have that stuff so it's hard for me to it took me time to learn how to express that way as well as, as express my actual feelings or emotions to other people i'm not really good at that either i've been getting better as so i've gotten older but um yeah i'm not good at that kind of stuff but i think like if you have a parent i mean most of us especially those of us who were born in the 80s we were raised by the boomer parents and pretty much they just let us it was a free-for-all <laughs> like we didn't get they didn't really you know you had helicopter parents which create anxious children 
helicopter parents actually do, or you have like others who just like neglected your ass and went out and partied all the time. And you were left to be watched by your older siblings. <laughs> so like, that's what I got. So, you know, it just depends. Um, or those who had both parents. Well, you know, in my case, and here's where I can relate to the topic, I guess. I guess I just had to dig a slight sleety. Oh, <laughs> But, like, so with me, I had a very, like, storybook childhood in the sense of, like, you know, affectionate parents. So, like, yeah, my parents divorced when I was, like, you know, 10 something like that, but even still, like, I just re remember, in my eyes, I reflect and I had a happy childhood. I had mm -hmm. pleasant memories, more yeah. than bad. And I feel like, you know, my dismissiveness, because I'm not gonna, I will admit I am very dismissive of people, but I don't feel like I avoid things. I avoid when I don't care, and I don't feel like that's avoiding, because I just don't care. Like it's not it's it's not important. I don't run from shit. Maybe. I might walk away, but I'm not gonna run away. There's a difference. You know what I'm saying? But anywho, I feel like even that dismissiveness came from me being affectionate to those because of the way I was raised who did not deserve it. And I just got tired of like, you know, my feelings not being considered or like you know being taken advantage of and like you know patterns like that i got very yeah. tired of it yeah and i just got like now i'm just like fuck everybody you know i'm not not like i don't let people in don't get me wrong like y'all you, you, know that yeah i i, I talk a lot of shit, but i have a big heart i care about people yes. you guys know that y'all are my real friends and i have several others but for the most part I don't fuck with people, and if somebody has to exit my life for whatever reason, it's not an issue. Go on by. That's just the way it was supposed to work out, I guess. Maybe I miss you, maybe I won't. <laughs> maybe that's dismissive. Maybe that shows it, because it's a dismissive avoidance downplay relationships. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, but you know, but the thing is, it's like, you know, it's not that I don't care, but I'm not going to chase nobody. Yeah, we get that. And see, you that's, my, that's where my wishy-washiness is because I'll be like, I ain't going to chase anybody either. But then at yeah. the same time, I'm like, oh, maybe I should make a move. And, and then I make a move out of like what looks like desperation. And then I feel like a dumbass and then I back up. No, I'm not doing all that. Look, like I said before, the sun will rise tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Everything will happen tomorrow, whether you like me or you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, bye, boy, bye, whatever. Hey, look, if I have wrong in a situation, I will own my part in it. But other than that, anyways, I feel like I'm, I'm just like wine drunk going on now. Oh Lord! So, um. I guess the question is the reason I'm like is thinking about do you guys like remember do you have like a story or like an example of where you think this kind of played into it? Yes. And I already expressed mine. I have one with a friend. Okay. So I have a friend who, uh, like, you know, we've known each other for a few years, and we have always had the pattern of, like, you know, for the most part, being on good terms, we have our moments, and yeah. they get nasty or whatever. And we had one, I want to say, was it last year or, like, earlier this year where um, I had said something on Facebook, and she went and commented on it and I corrected her because she just really mischaracterized the whole post. Like, she made a mistake and I was correcting her. I was even being nasty about it or being a smart ass about it. Honestly, I wasn't. And she got offended and deleted me 
off of Facebook, but kept me on Instagram. So me being me, because you know I'm a little petty, okay. I went and deleted her off of Instagram <laughs> after she took me off Facebook. I'm like, bitch, go hard or go home. What up? <laughs> <laughs> Take me off all that shit. Take me off all of it, bitch. And um, yeah, so I guess I w- that was maybe me dismissing her. Yeah. And avoiding the conversation, maybe. But I also did it because I don't really care. I'm like, whatever. Right. It is what it is. Like, I'm tired of the, the, the pattern of us. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not worth it to me to yeah. really confront. You know. But yeah. shall we cross paths again? I'll have a conversation if it comes up. We if good. There's no hate. There's really no hard feelings. But I just don't care. <laughs> Again, the sun will come like, tomorrow. I'm going out of my fucking way, but uh... remember, girl, I gave you the timestamp of when this happened. I don't even remember exactly when it happened. That's so you know, I don't care. But have I brought it up? Mm-mm. Exactly, it's not on my mind. I got rent to pay and a cat to feed. I told you, I don't you give a fuck about these hoes. I told you. Why do you think I said out of sight, out of mind? And mine's getting like bad like that lately. So if if you don't talk to me, I don't talk to you. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, no hard feelings, but you know, fuck it. I don't care either. I'll care at the moment we talk. <laughs> but if you have a like, if it's legit, you know. But other than that, child, I probably wouldn't care then. Don't but catch like, me. Yeah, my example. As I said, my example is. I like to super analyze even at the beginning. If I start feeling like I'm having some kind of feelings for somebody, just even like it puts me in um, an overanalyzed state. And then I try to figure out, I actually start thinking negative about everything. And I'm still doing it. I didn't even realize I was until recently that I'm still doing it. Especially if I really like somebody and it's my self-sabotaging ways. So I'm going to fuck it up before we even get there. I will leave before we even get there. That's what I do. And I'm, I'm trying to work on that because at the end of the day, I still, I, I actually do want something genuine with the person, but it's, it, it's going to take the right person to be able to, <laughs> help me navigate through that phase it's because i like the anxious attachment style i need the um reassurance that's what it is i need the reassurance from the other party but i also recognize that i can't put that responsibility on another person it's not their place to give me that unless they choose to give me that so it's just a sucky place They gotta have my friends. They give me reassurance. But Sarah, what about you with the anxious Um, example story where you've uh, been in your anxious attachment? (laughs) (laughs) You leaked it! You leaked it! (laughs) I'm sure I have several stories. Um, That's that's the codependent part, right? I mean, it's where, so they say uh, sensitive nervous system, you struggle communicating your needs directly to people. Um, tend to act out when triggered, which is like you try to make your partner jealous or you, you're, you're possessive of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it because I said it like, and I know Rico's the same way. I'm not good at being jealous behind people, right? I'm not jealous. I'm, that's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm no. not like that. I'm not, I'm not no. gonna say I'm jealous. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna lie. Say, I, I am jealous, but I'm good at hiding it. But I am jealous. I mean, I get jealous here and there, but it's not, it's not really, it doesn't hit me very much. I don't think the jealousy part is effective for me but the possessive side once you're mine you're always mine 
Oh, I'm not. I'm I don't not give a fuck if we ain't together. You still are mine forever. Oh, no. I can definitely say, like, with past relationships, very codependent. I have been with people who have narcissistic ways, and I feel like I need them for some reason. Maybe. But in, in reality, they they give you that false side of, like, feeling wanted with their words, mm-hmm. but they show differently in their actions. <clears throat> so, does that make sense? I mean, like if you're crack the avoidance. Yeah, but um, as far as uh, God, I don't know. I feel like I have, I don't even know how to explain my stories. <laughs> Just come with with one. I don't know which one to use. I have so many. Oh, Sarah. I'm gonna give you a break today. <laughs> he he wants me. What do you want me to talk about? Okay, I, my my story is obviously you guys already know my story has been aired multiple times across the fucking episodes about me rematching with the same person over and over again. Bitch, that's the same story you tell over and over again. You know you got about three hundred more. Get out what of other here. Ones? Well, Amanda and I are reaching our secured stages. We still dabble in our own attachment. Oh, yeah, the whole pattern still I'm not going to sit here and deny that, yes, do I still fall back into my anxious attachment style? Absolutely. I, well, that's I why it's true, because right now, your secured was only at 35%. <laughs> so, as you can see, you're still there. It's just. It's now security. Yeah, I still deal with the parts of the in- anxious, preoccupied attachment style. It has a lot to do with like fear of being alone, fear of being abandoned by people. I still have those fears. They're not gone because, I mean, nobody's proved me otherwise yet. So, yeah, they're still there. I feel that. You said you were abandoned, Sarah. Oh, yeah, we discussed this like a couple podcasts back, didn't we? Uh, well, excuse me. No, did did we? Or was that like an off, off-air off chat? No, Wait, I just wanted to clarify. Maybe we have new viewers who don't know what's going on. Yeah, Sometimes we got to rehash yeah. things for new people. Yeah. No, so really, that's something I just no, thought no, about. No, no, that's real. fine. I, I was like, didn't we talk about this already? But it's fine. We, no, probably, yeah, no, we definitely did, but it may we may have rehashed you know it off camera, too. We can, re- we can retouch it for a second, so... There's a difference between being ghosted and being abandoned by somebody. So the particular situation, I look at it as I was abandoned. I was not ghosted. I was abandoned by that person because we were something more than just a talking stage. Mm -hmm. So when you... (laughs) And he just left. That's you it. No words, nothing. So Ignore. that's being abandoned. So do I have a fear of that happening again? Absolutely. I think you had a fear of it the entire time, even before that happened. You're probably right because of the amount of times that he did. Yeah, because that, that was just he did it. Was that the third time? Or was or it like there more times I don't know. I, I stopped counting. <laughs> So, but yes, so those fears are still there because it's like, in my head, you know, it's, and and it's funny because even when I, if you think about it, when I started, when I kept trying to date other people, even before him, I was getting ghosted. So it's like the fear of like, man, like, am I really not that good enough for people? Like, why do they keep disappearing on me? What did I do? What, what is wrong with me? So in my mind, I think something's wrong with me and I'm getting anxious and I try to like pull these people back in. I'm like, tell me what I did. What is it? 
What's wrong with Tara that I can't seem to to have something solid? Like, what did I do? But I've come to understand that's not me. It's not fucking me. It's not me. It's not me. It's them. I mean, it, there's certain <laughs> things that you obviously do, but I don't think it's enough for them. Then, yeah, it's their shit. I agree. I, I I'm not perfect. Okay, I know I'm yeah. not a perfect perfect human oh. being, right? So yeah, I'm I probably am gonna fuck up here and there, and I, you know whatever. But oh just, oh Sarah. oh what 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 happened? Oh Sarah. Yes. You are always good enough. You are. Well, I know this now. I That's know the part now. of the anxious part is we just don't feel like we're worthy of love or whatever. Yeah, you kind of get not your head just, like, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, am I even like? Not even just with love, with any situation. Remember, this is my philosophy. You always good enough, and you always the baddest bitch in the room. I don't care what room you in, you're the baddest bitch in it. Own it and act I, I will use that philosophy for sure. But like I'm I'm more aware now than I was a year ago. Yeah. A year ago. I yeah, I can tell you I was way anxious. And a lot of that is just like being out of a marriage, trying to date again, trying to understand who I was, because I really didn't know myself deep enough to even change my style of attachment because I have always been like very codependent and need to be in a constant relationship not used to really just like having moments where I'm actually alone well also you had certain relationships where like literally you were alone even I though was alone even though I you was were very much alone in my yeah it's kind of like like the the TikTok what I've been seeing on TikTok is them talking about the being single you might be married but you're still a single parent that's really what my marriage was and i i kind of had that too when i was married i was married but it was basically me running the whole fucking thing and it was a it's a lot of pressure so i understand like you're but but when you're in that mind space like of being married and you know you're like one you're Married to that person, so there's a title there, and you don't feel like you can consider yourself as being alone, even though you know you are. Mm-hmm. So when you go and talk about it with other people, you're like, no, I wasn't alone, right? But really, if you sit and think about it, straight up, I was alone. Yeah, you were the only one doing everything. He was not there. Yeah. He physically could not be there. Yeah. So, no. yeah, it's understandable why you sat in that space like that. I mean... I think it has an effect on how, like, with all the relationships leading up to where I am now, a lot of the biggest parts of my my biggest two relationships are really where a lot of my attachment, codependency, anxious attachment came from. Yeah. Well, because I was saying here, so I was reading this. So this is how you know how what it what what it looked like when you were a child to become where you're at. So anxious preoccupied it says it's associated with inconsistent parenting style a child with this style of bond with their parents tends to be anxious when they are separated from their parents do you think you were like that as a kid um can you read the first part again what did it say it says it's associated with an inconsistent parenting style a child with this style of bond with their parents tends to be anxious when they are separated from their parents. I can say yes. I can see that because you that's something you're dealing with now. You've met my family. You've met, you've yeah, met they're my dealing family. with it now. They're highly mm-hmm. involved, like helicopter type parents, actually. Mm-hmm. It's part of the reason I became very rebellious at the age of 18. Yeah. But, but you still rely. Yeah. But you still have that thing with them, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can see that. This, so. was, this was part of the reason, like, when I first moved, that was part of, like, this getting out part. Yeah. 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 So, and then it says here for dismissive avoidance. Rico. Rico. <laughs> <laughs> he sits there looking like that. Uh, it says, 
It's formed when a parent fails to meet their child's needs emotionally. Often children with this attachment style are afraid of and incapable of tolerating true intimacy. Do you okay. think you're ever told? <laughs> well, let's be real. Plus you're a man, you're, you're a male. So most were taught not to even acknowledge your feelings. That that is true. I would. So in my case, like, I won't say I was not taught to acknowledge my feelings. I was more so taught to not cry. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But I was allowed to like express myself and all that, but. But you weren't allowed to cry. So that's an expression of it. Yeah, well, you know, because... But I know, because the way yeah. we were raised up, we were raised, fix your face. You don't need to cry. If you don't stop mm-hmm. crying, I'm going to make you cry. I'm going to give mm-hmm. you a reason to cry. That kind of stuff. But I never... Um, as far as my emotional things. I don't feel like, hmm, let me just think for a second. When it comes to my family, I feel like they probably are the root of why I could be a little bit emotionally disconnected. Because I, you know, but I think that once as I got older and I established that safety with them in life with people, that definitely like got pulled away because I got like burned by too many people. Yeah, it's like, I mean, yeah, no, nah, I don't fuck with people no that more. That just adds the layers to it. Let's be real. That just yeah. adds the layers to it. So now I'm just like, you know, I don't consider myself, <coughs> excuse me. I don't consider myself like, you know, a withdrawn person or or like, you know, a disconnected person. I think that I have totally fine emotional health. Yeah. But I'm but definitely you're just getting, But I think you're just getting closer to being secure as you get older. As you yeah. start being more self-aware, it, you can get, move to that other, the uh, other, the secure style. It's just mm-hmm. work, you know, just realizing certain things. Yeah, and I, I kind of had that... an epiphany whenever you're done. Oh, huh? She said well, she had an epiphany, like of my childhood. What's I was that? thinking while Rico was talking about his child, like his stuff with his family, I had a thought, and I didn't, I didn't want to interrupt. So, whenever, yeah, well, you already heard that. I'm like, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, Rico, just, uh, check out. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't done, but I don't remember what I was going to say now. So, go ahead. Yeah, that's what I mean. His his thought is lost. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. No, I was just going to, I just had a thought, like, while I was sitting here thinking about my childhood and, like, why I probably was in those anxious attachment styles was the relationship between me and my mom. Mm-hmm because of how I felt about myself and my body and the way she made me feel about my body. Like when we would go shopping and stuff. So getting attention from men and craving that, um, intimacy, constant. Yeah. Like wanted the attention and feeling wanted. It makes sense as to why I did have, a very anxious attachment style. But I can tell with how your mom's involved with you, as well as those kids, as your mm-hmm. kids, I'm sorry, um, the way she behaves with them, that that she's very, she is very helicopter-ish. <laughs> like, well, for and, sure, for sure. Yeah. And then, and, and, and in most, like, I, in some ways, it's great to be nurturing in some ways, but at the same time, if you're not having that healthy balance, hers is to the extreme other side and it makes for 
children that don't understand how to create independence. Yes. So, and, and that's probably something that she learned from her childhood. You understand? More so, than likely. I if you think about it, she probably has an anxious style herself. I feel like that probably stems more towards her father versus her mom. Yeah. So it's quite possible that that's what's going on with her as well. So that's Maybe. probably what happened. I mean, you know. So I'm sorry I interrupted Rico. Just it was like a thought that I was like, oh shit, this is why I was like this. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. You could. Um, the do you remember it, Rico? Your thought? No. Okay. <laughs> well, I was gonna give you time, just you know. Um, so the uh as far as like um fearful avoidant, which is mine, um, it says that individuals belonging to this pattern believe that they are unworthy of love. This is mostly due to severe childhood trauma, emotional neglect, or abuse. So I can attest to that because you guys know some of the like deep shit that I've gone through is that I had as a kid. Um, I just don't go and tell people what I really went through. So, and most often than not, most people wouldn't even know that I went through those things. So, because I don't, it comes out in my relationships. That's, that's the real deal. It comes out in my personal intimate relationships versus my friendships or fam relationships with family members. And I, I wish I could fix that. That's what I, I wish if I could get through that hurdle, that would probably solve a lot of my issues with trying to have something with somebody. I don't even know how I managed to even get into two serious relationships. To be real. I don't know either. Oh, really? It's like seriously. How did I get married? <laughs> I don't even know. Because do you know what their attachment styles are? So I'll be real with you. I bet you. I bet you my ex-husband is anxious. Mm -hmm. And the other one. I'm not sure what he was because I think he's probably a mix between um because I knew how to play. That's why I said I learned how to manipulate emotions and things. So I knew with him how to play on his emotions to get what I wanted. Well, here's the thing that he's probably anxious as well. He's a, he's a Taurus like me. We have a possessive side, so I could see that. It only worked so far. Eventually, it didn't. Correct. Correct. But I could see that being him. And so, I mean, I'm not saying it's an excuse for why people do what we do, but I thought talking about our attachment styles, because not a lot of people know about them. Um, it's kind of useful information because when you understand how you were raised in the relationships you held with your parents or whoever raised you, um, they do impact how you behave in your relationships on an intimate and romantic level. So if you understand that, then, then you can learn how to fix it as well as be more vulnerable in your future relationships. Especially if that's something you want to cultivate with people. So yes. I thought it, it, it's an interesting subject that I found fascinating. We could go even further into detail, but um, it's just something that I thought we should talk about because I think, you know, we're sitting here talking about dating often, even though Rico hates it. He likes it in the sense to make fun of us, but he hates it. <laughs> 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 y'all look i love y'all but y'all and some of the people oh child i know i know this is stuff because i feel like the more you talk about it openly you know how i work rico this is how we met okay I, the more you talk about this shit people relate to it and it opens them up and then it gets everybody talking about it and learning about it and figuring out how they can work on themselves it might spark the seed in one person that's how i think about these things so it's not a you know i think it's just interesting stuff when you learn yourself it's just like astrology look amanda i'm gonna tell you the truth when we first met and we 
quote unquote bonding. I was just getting high back then. Okay? It, it didn't take much. He's like, I didn't know you. <laughs> then, then I got to know you and I stuck yes. around. <laughs> and I got to know you and I stuck around. You did stick around. Look at what happened two years later and look at us. I know, right? Who would have taught me? Everything. We're, we're the closest ones. We, girl, we are. We but really I'm going to tell you, look at us. We had the most growth. I know, right? So, for all our viewers out there that are only talking about the Sagittarius group they're in, I am yeah, close I to say, all yeah. of them as well. <laughs> Who talking shit about the true Sag? <laughs> okay. Look, no, because all I was gonna say is I bet they don't have a Taurus group. <laughs> and if they do, I bet it's whack. Oh my god! You wonder if I bet you'd be dry and boring as fuck in there. Girl, they'd probably be in there angry as hell for no reason. This is why I'm a, a cusp baby, Gemini. <clears throat> cusp, okay. Girl, she a Taurus. She she is. No. <laughs> I bet Sarah, Amanda. You know Sarah being a group like I'm so fucking pissed. I'm about to have a BF. <laughs> right. <laughs> No comment. Just let no comment. comment. You're our favorite white, uh, white girl. You really right. I mean, you're That's the only it. one, but still. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she gonna be up in there when she's happy, Amanda. She gonna be up in there doing this shit. You dancing like that? <laughs> no wonder we can't get into anywhere. Shit. <laughs> I was living my best life, enjoying me. Okay, people be here. Love it or hate it. I don't. I didn't even care. <laughs> we know. Time that a long time. Nah, bitch, you clocked out that night, okay? <laughs> and Ra Ra clocked in. <laughs> Girlfriend was having a brawl. Just wait, like, just okay. wait until this summer, Rico. Huh? Just wait till this summer when you come. Girl, I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I might have to keep it stationary this summer. Oh. I gotta recover financially. You know, I got family trip. Yeah. Cause you know, well, the family just maybe we broke. can go to him, Amanda. We'll get out. Y'all can come. Just leave the children at home. Oh, for real? Well, duh. Yeah. Duh. Wayne's yeah. bringing, him. <laughs> bringing children. You know how I feel about them. Fuck them kids. No. You know, I, I um, no, especially the the entities. Really? Y'all both y'all both got one child and particularly each that I'm scared of. Devil children. I actually I'm me and Brayton good now. I'm not scared of Brayton no more. But that damn Kiara. <laughs> Everyone's been talking about her. I told you that's Devil Child 3. Girl, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, Brayton is cool in my book, but that damn Kiara when she was like, Mama, you like to <laughs> yo. She called your ass out. You like too. I was like, Dang. and she said it so flat, and she was dead ass serious. She was. I lost it, yo. <laughs> she, she was like, wow. she said, "Mommy, so you like too." You can't, even, you can't even argue with it. That's the part that's like, damn, that's valid. Yo, Sarah couldn't say shit. She was shut down. It's flat <laughs> in her mouth. She couldn't say shit. Well, that's yeah, it's like how I react to y'all when I'm like, yeah, yeah, you got 
got me. Girl. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad for laughing, but that shit was funny. Anything like, else? Anything mm-hmm. else? Because we're at uh, an hour. No, we're good. We're good. I think we're good. Anything else, Rico? Uh, one, one last thing. Mm-hmm. I would just like to apologize to anybody like myself that feels that they do not have attachment issues because I don't think that this episode applied to everybody. It certainly did not apply to me. Okay. These bitches are nutty like a trail mix. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just want to throw that out there. I just can't. I just showed up. All right. Smoking like a true dismissive avoidant. Okay. Go to hell. Love you. <laughs> All right. So, as usual, if you haven't done it already, like, share, subscribe, comment. Come on, comment, y'all. Seriously, give what us some. Yeah. Say something. Right. Say something. I'm talking about somebody other than um our two favorite fans. Well, er- Erica, you, let me tell you something, Erica. You go to hell. <laughs> okay. I And I love you, mwah, but go to hell. And Miguel. Miguel. You can't sit with us. You can't sit with us. <laughs> so, yes. Make sure you give us some comments. We're going to put the anonymous link up to... Um, and I mean, we're at this point where we're getting like about 40 loyal viewers. <laughs> Let us uh, know who you are. Shout out to y'all. So other than that, um, that's it for the night. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Rico. I froze. <laughs>